From Stationers Hall in the City of London, where we finished yesterday's programme, to the streets. From the Revision Committee, who listened for months to the work of the translators to approve the final version of the King James Bible, to the public who heard it and learned it. I'm outside one of the oldest coaching inns in London, the George in Southwark, where you can sense those past times. An age, for example, when the Bible was the only book in the home, when the King James, the authorised version, was read in every church at every service. You remember here that the language passed from pulpit to the street. So much of the English language we know even today has that book as its source and its inspiration. The legacy is all around us. With me here in the inn by a welcome roaring fire is Gordon Campbell, Professor of Renaissance Studies at the University of Leicester, whom we met at Hampton Court. And it's worth being here, Gordon, isn't it? Because it reminds you how the language uh, came out of the church, this uh, somewhat archaic language in many ways, and embedded itself in the culture of the everyday. Indeed, and pubs, pubs in general, are places where linguists like to go for, for precisely that reason. My own students can be seen with recorders in pubs listening to local dialects. This particular one has the added advantage of all those literary associations, Chaucer, Shakespeare, Dickens used to be in the next room. So for all kinds of reasons, this is a good place to talk about the language of the King James Version. And the phrases from the Bible that crop up unknowing to many people in our everyday speech. Oh, absolutely, because the, the, the Bible that they heard every day worked itself into the language, and indeed those biblical contexts were often forgotten. So if we say something like fly in the ointment, or go the second mile, or, or lick the dust, or, you know, my boss is a thorn in the flesh, those are all phrases that could have been articulated in this very pub. And were we to use any of them, no one would say, ah, oh, yes, that's a biblical illusion because those origins have, have been lost you know I survived by the skin of the teeth no one thinks of that as biblical and yet it was transmitted from the church to this very pub and thousands like it it seems as if the legacy of the, the translators comes in two forms doesn't it one is the magnificence of the language because Macaulay said if everything else in the English language should perish the King James Bible would alone suffice to show the whole extent of its beauty and power. So you have the grandeur on the one hand. On the other, you have the way that it permeated the speech of every day. Indeed, the sheer epigrammatic power of what Macaulay said, I, I think, obscures the...